Parents, we are excited to share that Lingo Kids podcasts are now available on Story Button, the stylish audio player for kids, where they can listen to our podcasts and more without having to use a parent's phone or tablet. Connect the player to Wi-Fi and stream all of our newest episodes and listen to your other favorite kid podcasts. Use the code LINGOKIDS to save $10 off your purchase at storybutton.com. Visit their website to learn more. there. Welcome to Grown Up with Emily, a Lingo Kids podcast that helps kids discover how to be whatever they want to be. Growing up, we'll be tall enough to reach the sky. Growing up, growing up, no one else gets to decide what we'll be when we grow up. Do you find yourself drawing creative pictures all the time for fun? Join us today to find out about artists and illustrators who turn their doodles into some awesome jobs. Whoa, 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 what is going on here, Winston? And what are all these papers doing crumpled up near the trash can? Well, I'm trying to draw a picture to enter into an art contest for the state fair, Emily. The theme of the drawing has to be a world of magic. And I really want to win the grand prize, but I'm just not a good enough drawer. Nothing looks like I want it to when I put my pencil to the paper. Oh, come on now. You're judging yourself too harshly. I think you'll be a great illustrator, Winston. Oh, thanks, Emily. But but wait, illustrator? Well, I know there's different types of artists, like painters or graphic designers, but what makes illustrators different from the others? Oh, well, you answered your own question with the drawing you were just doing for the fair. I did? Wow! I'm kind of awesome. Um, how did I do that exactly, Emily? You were drawing something to go along with words or a theme for the fair. But what's that have to do with anything? Well, that's what illustrators do. Create drawings or art to help to express a theme or an idea. Like in children's books, the pictures you see go along with the words you're reading. Or like the pictures in an instruction manual. Like one that shows you how to build a Lego set brick by brick, step by step. Precisely! That's a good example of an illustration. A comic book artist can be considered an illustrator, too, because their drawings go along with the story that's being told. (gasps) How completely and totally rad would it be to be a comic book illustrator? But I've got a lot of doodling to doodle until I get to that point. That's okay. It takes most artists years to become great at their craft. No one jumps into a skill and is perfect at it right away, right? I know you're right, Emily, but I want to win that art contest right now, and it's just so frustrating. Oh, I, I know it is, buddy. You know what? I saw a sign for an interactive art gallery that's close by. Oh, boy! Wait, an interactive art gallery? What is that? It's a space where artists can hang up their work for everyone to see. But at this one, we'll also hear the artist talking about her job, hear sounds that go along with each piece of art, and see sketches of the artwork from when it was just an idea. Oh, I've never been to one of those. Sounds fun, though. 
Yeah, and right now there's a show for this amazing illustrator, Samantha Dion Baker, where we can view her artwork and listen to sound bites about her life as an artist. Do you think we'd learn anything about illustrating from hearing what she has to say? I bet she's got some awesome artwork on display. Let's head over! Whoa! This place is awesome! Look at all the colorful lights! And the spaces around each illustration are designed to go along with the theme of each picture! Check it out, Emily! This drawing of the park comes with sound effects and lighting that makes it look like sun rays. How cool! It is cool, isn't it, Winston? Oh, there's the start of Samantha's art exhibit with all of her artwork on display and her name in big letters right above the door. Look! There's a big red button and a description underneath each of her pictures around the gallery. Oh, wow. Samantha's work is beautiful. This picture of a water tower nestled in the trees with clouds behind it. Oh, it's just enchanting. Hey, should we push the first button, Emily? Sure. Why don't you do the honors? My name is Samantha Dion Baker, and I'm an artist. And I'm also a, I am a teacher and a writer, a storyteller and an illustrator and a designer. Um, my favorite thing to do is just wander and look and observe. That's why I love living in a city. And I love people and I love um, artists. And I think everyone is an artist. Everyone is an artist. I gotta write that down. <laughs> I brought a notebook. Good idea, Winston. Samantha wears so many hats. Let's see. Artist, teacher, writer, illustrator, designer, and storyteller. Um, what does she mean by storyteller, anyway? Well, illustrators have to be able to tell a story with their art. And sometimes images can express emotions better than words. Let's go to Samantha's next work. Oh, wow. It's totally beautiful. There's sea green waters tropical fish in bright reds and blues, and are those coconuts and green limes? Wow, so there can be power behind the pictures we draw too. An illustration can make people feel differently about something. That is one of the goals of a good artist, to move people emotionally with their work. Okay, let's check out the next soundbite, huh? Yes, please. I wanna know more about Samantha's life as an illustrator. Maybe she entered an art contest like I'm trying to do. Here, push the button under this cute sketch of her dog, Ziggy. I grew up in a family of artists, and it was a unique home because all of the artists who were my mentors were women. So I grew up watching people create beautiful things, and then I studied design when I was in art school, and I was a designer for most of my career, meaning that I designed books. I would lay things out and use other people's artwork and just play around with design and typography, meaning the letters that make up the book. So Samantha started out drawing and painting when she was younger, and then she did designs on her computer. I wonder what techniques illustrators used a long, long time ago, especially the ones who didn't have computers. I have an interest 
interesting story about that. Okay, so some of the earliest illustrations discovered were created using charcoal, red clay, and iron. Can you guess where the drawings were found? Uh, in a notebook like mine? Uh, no, on a whiteboard. This was way before notebooks or whiteboards, Winston. The earliest drawings were actually found inside of a cave in Spain. And they were drawn by people over 65,000 years ago. Oh, cave drawings? I've seen photos of those. They're drawings on the inside of cave walls. And some of the ones I saw were pictures of people hunting some kind of uh, buffalo, I think. Right! Drawings that tell a story. That's what an illustration is. And even after all these years, cave drawings can tell us a lot about what life was like for people back then. Whether it was in Spain 65,000 years ago or in Indonesia 44,000 years ago. That is pretty interesting, Emily. All right, let's see what Samantha has to say next. Before we get there, I want to take a quick minute to tell you and our listeners about Lingo Kids. You know how I start every episode by saying that it's a Lingo Kids podcast? Well, Lingo Kids is the number one learning app for kids. They believe that learning can be fun, and I think so too. They transform screen time with educational and interactive games, videos, and songs. And you can play all these on their app. What do you think, Winston? What do I think? <laughs> Sign me up. Pretty cool, right? Oh, we're here. So I started to draw and paint all of the things that I did and saw and ate and discovered in a sketchbook. And through the pages of my sketchbook, I became an illustrator. People saw those pages. They liked them. They thought, oh, well, maybe she can draw this for me or that for me. I always make time to draw. The repetition and the Daily practice of drawing is really important to me because over the years I've seen how much my drawing skills have changed and gotten better and a little bit more unique to me. Only way that an artist finds their personal style is to draw and draw and draw and draw over and over again until it becomes a part of who they are, like an extension of their personality. But what exactly did Samantha mean when she said that art is an extension of someone's personality? Like, if I start drawing and painting a lot, am I going to be walking around looking like a giant paintbrush? Oh, Winston, that sure would be a sight. But what she means is art can be a great way to express your unique personality. The techniques you use, the way you express yourself, artists' personalities can really come out in their work. Wow, Emily! Hey, maybe I should get a sketchbook to practice my sketches every day, too, just like Samantha. That way, my artwork will get better and better, and I'll be able to draw something awesome for art contests, just like the State Fair. I think that's a great idea. A sketchbook would be a great place to keep all of your artwork, and it's a great way to track your progress and see how much you're improving. Each artist's style and personality is totally different and unique. Another great example of a person being persistent in their work is the illustrator Ub Iwerks. Heard of him? Ub Iwerks. I don't think so, Emily. Well, you've definitely heard of a character he created with his illustrations. In fact, it's one of the most famous cartoon characters of all time. Wanna take a guess? 
Snoopy, Scooby-Doo, Spider-Man. <laughs> no, but good guesses, Winston. So, Ub Iwerks started off as an illustrator for a small newspaper in Kansas City, Missouri. But all that changed when he met another illustrator at the newspaper, Walt Disney. Walt Disney? I didn't know Walt Disney started out as an illustrator. Walt saw how talented Up was and asked him to go into animating cartoons with him, which was a very new field at the time. That is so cool! Right? And what's even cooler is some of Up Iwerks' sketches ended up being the inspiration for none other than Mickey Mouse, arguably the most famous cartoon character of all time. Gosh, what a super-duper incredible character to create. It makes me want to start sketching my own ideas right away. You should, Winston. You never know what could come of it. I bet the next part of the art gallery sound bites is where Samantha walks us through her day as an illustrator. Shall we, good sir? Because I'm an artist and I cover a lot of different areas within that title of artist. There's not really a set structure to each day, which is kind of nice. I get to make up my own rules, and so every day is a little bit different, but I always make the time to draw. Ah, oh, wow! I would love to be able to make up my own rules at my job. <laughs> it sounds like a dream career, doesn't it? Illustrators can work in a number of different fields. Some draw pictures that go in magazines. Some draw designs that end up on book covers, like all the neat images on the front of Harry Potter or Captain Underpants. Next, it says she talks about what inspires her and her artwork. My biggest inspiration is travel and New York City, where I live. There's so much inspiration all around me when I walk around the streets of New York City. It's endless and I'm never tired of it. It never gets old. I'm inspired by the people and the diversity and architecture, the animals, the subways, the taxis, the things that are just left on the street for me to find. And I love New York City. That's my biggest inspiration. I think to be a creative person, the most important thing is to be an observer in life and to really see everything that can be considered art in your life. Whether it's just a bug crawling across the pavement under you or a beautiful sunset. The most important thing as an artist is to just keep looking for things and discovering all the details and the beautiful things that this world has to offer us. Wow! So artists try to find beauty in ordinary things they see every day. And some artists have a special way of turning those observations into art, like the famous French painter Claude Monet. Monet lived from 1840 to 1926 in the north part of France. He absolutely loved the natural beauty that surrounded him and the neighboring countryside. When he was 16, he went to study at an art school in Paris and found that he loved playing with light and color in his work. And now, some of his most famous paintings are of beautiful water lilies that grew in a garden near his home. You can tell he was really inspired by the nature around him. What do you see every day that you find inspiring or beautiful, Emily? Hmm, 
Well, I actually think the bacteria that moves underneath the microscope in our lab is quite beautiful. All the pretty shapes and colors. Oh, I just love it. What inspires you, Winston? Uh, I don't know. I guess you're pretty inspiring, Miss Emily. So maybe I'll draw you soon. After a bit more practice, of course. Aw, that's sweet, Winston. Thank you. So artists get inspired to draw or paint the things they see. You can find inspiration in lots of places. Just start drawing the things that make you the most excited. All the stuff Samantha said sure did make me feel better about being a beginner at drawing. And those other artists we talked about, too. And I know that if I practice my drawing a little bit at a time, I'll get better. I can't wait to see what amazing things you create, Winston. Thanks so much for joining Winston and I today to learn about what it's like to be an illustrator from the amazing artist Samantha Dion Baker. If you want to learn more about drawing, check out Samantha's book, Draw Your Day for Kids. See you next time. We have a special present for you. Now, with your Lingo Kids Plus membership, not only will you get an unlimited all-access pass to the Lingo Kids app, but also their exclusive podcasts, only available on Apple Podcasts. Get exclusive members-only access to Growing Up, including all episodes from Seasons 1 and 2, bonus content, and deep dives into Season 1 jobs with more cool facts and real-life stories. Sign up today.